This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And this week, we're actually going to do a musical. We're going to sing the entire episode. That that sounds like a terrible idea. Okay, yeah, I guess we do want listeners, so maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah. So, um, yes. I was thinking about, uh, hey, should we sing everything for this episode? <laughs> no, no, no. And we're not, so just, as a, just to let you guys know, we are going to tell you the episode that all the songs come from in this episode. So not only is this a musical episode, but this is another clip show. <laughs> it's a clip also, show. Every, this... every every time our listeners hear us talking about a song, it's actually that. No, I'm kidding. I was no, thinking no. about that. If I had the time, I would have been like, hey, we should find that clip from that episode and insert it into this episode. I mean, I was thinking <laughs> that too, but that is there's like There's like seven of work. them. One, yeah. two, No, there's three, nine, nine four, songs. Five. God, yeah, that's that's a lot of work. If it was yeah, like three I, episodes, you could probably do it, but nine. Yeah, so so we're not going to sing these songs for you guys, and we're not going to give the lyrics. We'll just let you know what episode they come from, and you guys can head back. If you haven't listened to them yet, you can head back to that episode and find out what we thought about each of the songs. Uh, but we'll probably talk about the songs anyway during the episode just because we want to make this episode worth listening to and long enough that you know maybe you guys are like oh short episode perfect we get to get it up and done with this week but uh oh we don't have to listen to them for an hour and a half awesome (laughs) no 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 no. we know you love our long uh winded episodes so um this week uh we're talking about season nine episode 11 all singing all dancing Oh, apparently there was supposed to be a chalkboard gag for this. But there wasn't one in the episode. I think this is wrong. No, there's no chalkboard gag. Yeah. Cause no chalkboard. I will say, according to the website I am looking at, according to this, the chalkboard gag was supposed to be, I will not celebrate meaningless milestones. But I think that was for <laughs> a, di- I think that's for a different episode. Maybe I'm not. There definitely, there definitely sure. was not a chalkboard gag this episode. No, there was not. No chalkboard this week. Uh, but we do have a couch gag. Uh, the couch gag this week is the family <laughs> rushes great. in as the floor moves like a Jetson-esque treadmill away from the couch. Marge, Barton, Lisa, and Maggie each make it to the couch, but Homer stumbles again and again, shouting, "Marge, stop this crazy thing!" Just like George Jetson. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. That's actually a pretty unique, I'd say unique um, yeah. couch gag this week. I think it was pretty good crossover. I also yeah. I also love the Jetsons. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, no, great, great couch gag. 
couch gag. Gouch gag? Mm. Words may be hard. Maybe if we tried to sing them. So, Homer, (laughs) carrying a plastic bag, walks into the house with Bart. Marge meets them at the door, standing with Lisa. Marge holds Maggie with one hand and a bowl of popcorn in the other hand. So it's Why are they meeting at the front door? Could they just they're excited? They're excited about the movie that they're gonna watch. Oh, they're pretty excited. And Marge goes, We got the popcorn. Did you get waiting to exhale? I've never (laughs) seen that movie. No heard of it. I've never seen it. And Homer goes, Well, they put us on the waiting to exhale waiting list, but they said don't hold your breath. (laughs) <laughs> that's great that's great. Uh, that's a great line yeah so homer walks into the living room and lisa's like did you get emma did you get emma did you did you did you huh homer's like whoa whoa calm down little lady take it easy take it easy <laughs> no <laughs> oh that's great homer probably couldn't even find it i love yeah. he probably I, didn't I love- look Probably not, but I do love that when we went to the video store with our dad, I don't think mom ever yeah. went with us. I think she went here and there. But when we went, it was always, hey kids, go to, go find your kids' movie mm-hmm. and yep. go find a video. Sometimes it's a video game. Go get a movie, go yeah. get a video game, and then yeah. check out. So we never actually, I don't think we really did family movie night no it was we get our Not movie often. they get their movie yeah yeah well they probably didn't want to watch a kid's movie and we were kids so we were probably excited about the movie that we got to watch and we got to pick out um i know our uncle or dad's brother uh i don't know if he still rents movies i think he goes to the library and still rents movies from the library but like especially for thanksgiving you know we'll sit down and watch a movie and we used to do that as kids when we went to Madison visit our uncle there. Like the adults would get a movie and they'd watch their adult movie. And then the cousins, we'd get our movie and we'd watch a movie as cousins. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure there's plenty of families out there that do family night, but yep. we didn't. And so, uh, Marge's like, what did you get Homer? Something <laughs> very close, exactly along those lines, a Clint Eastwood movie. Lee Marvin shoot him up Western and Lisa and Marge share an annoyed murmur. Bart puts a tape in the VCR. Bart's like, <laughs> so prepare yourself for the bloody mayhem and unholy carnage of Joshua Logan's paint your wagon. I don't know if I'd want to watch a movie called paint your wagon, even with Clint Eastwood in it. I mean, as long as he shoots someone, I mean, yeah, but it's called paint your wagon. Well, it could be about painting it with the blood of his enemies. <laughs> well, Homer does As say, we'll soon with, find out. And Homer's like, with blood, I bet. And Homer and Bart laugh in a sinister manner and high five. So they're excited. So we get the opening to Paint Your Wagon, a serape wearing spaghetti western style outlaw played by Clint Eastwood rides into a desolate western town, lighting a cigarette. He is immediately accosted by one of the townsfolk, a tough-looking man who resembles Lee Van Cleef. And the man, hey, that's a pretty sorry-looking wagon you got there, mister. I reckon it could use a coat of paint. And the man calling out happily, well, what are we waiting for? And then the music suddenly starts, and the man and the outlaw begin dancing. And they start singing, 
gonna paint your wagon, gonna paint it good. We ain't bragging, we're gonna coat that wood. <laughs> and then Homer screams. He's like, ah! Why is yeah. there singing in my Clint Eastwood? And so, Homer's like, oh, So for ahead. those of you that don't know, uh, Paint Your Wagon is actually a real movie. Oh. It was uh, in 1969 was when this came out. It's a Western okay. musical. It's about, so in this music based on the Broadway show. So apparently Paint Your Wagon was a Broadway show. Um, yeah. uh, Lee Marvin happens upon a, a wrecked wagon containing a dead man and a surviving oh. brother, um, Clint Eastwood, in the wilds oh. of California during the gold rush. At the burial, oh. they discover gold dust and uh, stake a claim. Soon, a mining camp dubbed No Name City emerges, rife with lonely men starved for female companionship. When Good a polygamous Lord. Mormon arrives looking to sell <laughs> off a wife, a bidding war commences. That's what the real paint your wagon is about. Wow. So, yeah, no wonder Homer's screaming. He's looking for he's looking for women getting sold off in gold, not so, painting a wagon. So I don't honestly, I don't exactly know what the writers were like. Were they were like, okay, this is the worst possible movie <laughs> ever with Clint Eastwood in it, and it's a musical. Yeah. So let's just. So let's just do what the title says. It's like, hey, now the funny thing is, is, I don't know how ratings for these old movies come about. Like, I don't, that I don't probably, know. Where... That was probably G. Well, so I think of this. Well, late, no, I'm just talking about this, this day and age. I'm, no, 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 no. I'm talking about current, current, like ratings, like Rotten Tomatoes. I'm talking yeah. current. Oh, ratings. So, I thought you meant yes. like PG, G, all that. No, stuff. no, no. Nope. I'm talking about current, like what people gave, thought about this movie. So, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes gave this 33%. It's terrible. So, so, but how many who okay, the the real question that I want to know is who's rating the movie on for a 1969 movie? Like, is it adults, like grown-ups from this era or kids? Like, it's weird that I don't know if our dad this day and age uses Rotten Tomatoes or wouldn't make his vote known on Rotten Tomatoes. But that's like the age of people that would be using Rotten Tomatoes to make their, you know. I don't know. Anybody anybody can rate a movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So if you guys have seen this movie, let us know what you think of Paint Your Wagon. It's definitely not what Homer well, and Bart are watching. Let us know if you still have both your eyeballs after watching yes. Paint Your Wagon. Um, so Homer screams, and he's like, they're singing. They're singing, Marge. Why aren't they killing each other? Where it's like, yeah, their guns are right there. And then Homer sees something on screen. Wait, wait, wait. Here comes Lee Marvin. Thank God. He's always drunk and violent. <laughs> and so Lee uh, Marvin asks what is going on in his town. And Clint's like, they're painting a wagon. And Lee's like, and then he's like, do you have a problem with that? And Lee Marvin's like, yeah, I have a problem with that. You missed a spot. And Clint tells Lee to grab a brush and join in, and Lee Marvin gets a solo, and he's like, I can't do his voice, but it's like, throaty, and he's like, gonna paint your wagon, gonna paint it fine, gonna use oil paste paint, cause the wood is pine. <laughs> I I always thought they said fine as a kid. 
Oh yeah, it's pine. pine. But then, but then women start saying uh, ponderosa pine. Yeah, I wonder if that's yeah. those women that were supposed to be auctioned off. No, oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, so you know, Marge is like, oh yeah, okay. Who knew that Lee Marvin could do such marvelous splits? Lisa's like, he's dreamy. So now <laughs> the men are like crap, and the women yeah. are like, hey, this ain't yeah. so bad. Yeah. So Homer gets up and ejects the tape straight into a trash can. That was great. I love uh, that. That thing just went ejected right out like it was spring loaded. And Homer's uh, like, oh, why did they have to screw up a perfectly serviceable wagon story with all that fruity singing? Um, serviceable wagon stories. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's quite right there, Homer. And Homer's like, I thought it was toe tapping fun. Singing is the lowest form of communication. Homer, you sing all the time. No, I don't. I hate to rhyme. That's <laughs> and then the music swells as the family starts to sing. Lisa's like, you like musicals, don't you, Dad? No, I don't. I think they're bad. They're fake and phony and totally wrong. Bart, <laughs> wake up, Dad. You're singing a song. And I was like, I wouldn't. I couldn't. I hate that stuff. And Marge's like, now Homer, listen, I've had enough. In our family videos, we have plainly seen you're a singing, dancing, entertainment machine. So we get our first song of the episode, our first black uh, flashback. Marge puts in a video of the B, B Sharps from the episode Homer's Barbershop, Barbershop Quartet. Uh, they sing Baby on Board from season nope. five, episode one. My question, I have a question, because these are all on videotape. Yes. Who taped this? Yep. No, no, no. I, yeah. So, well, okay. Look, 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 look. So we'll get to a few in a minute of of who taped it. But this one, this specific one, someone on the street could have been just doing a recording for That's fair. whatever purpose and then put it on a tape and gave it to the Simpsons to have his you know, family video. This yeah. one I get. I understand. Yeah. I understand this one. Okay. So we get, we, but we get like a mostly flashback scene. So in the original, there's the human fly yep. who climbs a building and nobody's watching him. And he's like, look, I'm a human fly climbing a building. And then we also get the newspaper boy who sells a, a newspaper to a man. And he's like, extra, extra, read all about the B sharps. And then the man's like, there's nothing about the B sharps in here. And he chases after the boy. And that's great. And then, uh, who was it? Was it somebody from the Beatles who pulls up? Uh, not Ring. Oh, it must have been someone from the Beatles because that was the whole Beatles thing is doing a song on the yeah. rooftop. Was it? Was it uh, Harrison? No. Was it the uh, Beatles? Maybe. I'd have to look it up. No, it was definitely the um, Beatles. I mean, if you guys think it's the Beatles, great. If you don't, go back to that episode from season five, episode one. Listen to that episode, and I'm guessing we give you the right answer. Yes. So Lou asks, so this is still in the flashback and Lou's like, Oh, this song's pretty. And Wiggum's like, sure is. And then Wiggum's like, get the tear gas. <laughs> because in that episode, if we all remember, Wiggum was kicked out of the B sharps. Exactly. Um, so that flashback ends. We get to our next flashback, which I'm assuming is still on tape. So again, who is taping this, but yes. this is the episode where the town destroys the brothel. Um, and this is from Bart After Dark, which is season eight, episode five. 
And the song is Who Put the Spring in Springfield? Yep. And so, so if you guys don't remember that song, obviously go back and listen to it. But I, this is the one I want to know who's recording. Literally everyone yeah. there is singing and dancing and having a good time. <laughs> and two, why would anyone want to video copy this one in their home collection? Also, this is the the first appearance of Cookie Kwong. This flash, well, not not this flashback per se, but this actual episode, because she's one of the singing girls. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's one of the 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 rockers, not the rock, like one of the girls of the night. I'd also like to point out in the original song when we first recorded this, I don't know if I if I said it in the original, but there's a line where uh, Reverend Lovejoy is like talking about how like seedy this place is, and they say uh, it entertains your dad. I don't know yeah. if we talked about that line. We did. Oh yeah, we talked about everything. We broke it down. Okay. Okay, because I remember, like, on this rewatch, seeing it over, and they're like, oh, it seems to entertain your dad. So Reverend Lovejoy's dad is visiting a brothel. Yep. That's, uh, man. Which is funny because, well, it's funny because now when we go back to, like, Hurricane Nettie, and we see Reverend Lovejoy show up, I don't know what year it was, but we show up at the the Springfield Church and starts talking to Flanders, is... Like I to the, in that episode, I would assume Reverend Lovejoy is not from Springfield, and he came to yes. Springfield to do that. So, did it, Reverend Lovejoy's dad is he from Springfield? He must be, right? Maybe, maybe Reverend Lovejoy was coming home to his hometown where he grew up, but he was away at minister school or whatever, and was maybe. coming back. That's the only reason that his dad would have been at the brothel, yeah, <laughs> to begin with. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, so we go back to the present, and Bart starts singing. And he's like, "Mom was right. Your singing's a sin. You're as lame miserable as Lee Marv." Ah! And Homer starts to choke Bart. I really love that lame miserable. It's great, Steve O'Donnell, the writer of this episode. Bravo! And Marge is like, "She's singing. Sure, your dad's singing can make your hair curl, but you too, Bart." <laughs> have sung and danced like a girl. And that's an obvious reference to the time Bart took ballet. Yeah. Bart's like, eep. Yeah. But the funny thing is like, I like how she's saying like, uh, your dad's uh, voice can make your hair curl, but he was in the B sharps. He literally has a good singing voice. Like, yeah. I, what are you like? That's like very contradictory. Like I, yes. Why, why would Marge need to say that? I don't Um, know. But uh, Marge turns on the TV and uh, shows Barton and Milhouse walking out with their super squishy. Now, this, okay, let, let's see. The B-sharps, okay, that was probably 100% filmed. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 brothel, 50-50. Maybe sure. someone recorded that just because they thought it was funny. They're tearing down a brothel. So, like, hey, let's record tearing down a brothel and song and dance broke out. Yeah. Who the hell is stalking Bart and Milhouse <laughs> and filming this? Like all over the town of Springfield when uh, Bart and Milhouse get their squishy in yeah. uh, Scouts in the Hood, season five, episode eight, where they sing Springfield, Springfield. Uh, like what camera crew is following 
party in Millhouse around know. the city filming this. By the way, this this song actually I just thought about this now. And I don't think we I don't think I said this in the original episode. So they spring they sing Springfield, Springfield, and the guy's like, which way is New York? And Bert's like, that away, man. That reminds me of the South Park movie where they're talking about Brian Boitano and the guy interrupts and and he's like, Did somebody say Brian Dennehy? And like it just I don't know why. That just reminded me of the same thing because like a random guy interrupted the song. And then the yeah. boys had to be like, no, get out of here. This is our song. Yep. Yeah. No, no, no. It's definitely very weird. I do love this song just because I yeah. love something that, you know, Barry Millhouse. I like the part where they go to the arcade. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millhouse is kind of in like the VIP section, just enjoying <laughs> his time. Uh, yeah. They're getting, buying skateboards. Barney with his uh, magic pixie drink. <laughs> The, goo, um, the free goo the free goo so very very free good song I, I love it so yeah. um we cut back to the present and we got lisa starting to sing and she's like that was pretty bad bart but could have been worse you could have been carrying a sequined purse <laughs> I guess. I guess. I mean, it joined yeah. the Boy Scouts. I mean, I don't know what's worse yeah. than that. But yeah. uh, Bart's. But Bart does. Uh, I I hate uh, to dance and prance and sing. That's really more of a Millhouse thing. Except which it's funny. Millhouse, it's funny because he's dancing while he's singing that. Well, that. But Millhouse was in that last song, yeah. so <laughs> so maybe it's Millhouse's fault. Maybe. Um. And Bard's like, I think you move like a young Barishnikov, which could have been more that ballet ballet thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Snake jumps through a window and points a shotgun at the family. And he starts singing himself. Ha! Nobody move or I'll blow your heads off. <laughs> and they cut to commercial. Um, yeah. I mean... That's that's fantastic. Snake's doing some home robberies, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then uh, Homer starts singing about how all the singing uh, scared. Oh, wait, sorry. So Snake's holding the family at gunpoint and Marge starts singing. It's like, it's a desperate criminal on the run from the law. Please spare my children. And Homer's like, and their debt trousered paw. <laughs> and Snake's like, a singing family. It's worse than I feared for hostage purposes. You're just too weird. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I think if I broke into a house and people were just randomly singing, I'd be like, uh, just slowly back, like Homer in the Hedges, slowly yeah. back away. <laughs> um, and Homer's like, Homer starts singing about how all the singing scared Snake away. Clearly, that I think it must have been a good idea. And Homer yeah. sings that if they talk like normal people, Snake probably would stay. True, probably, probably, probably yeah. would have uh, robbed robbed them blind. Yeah. And so Lisa sings that many people in town sing like they do, and Lisa lists off Mister Burns, Krusty, and even a poo. And so. <laughs> We get a flashback. So now we're getting true flashback. So we've gone from yeah. home videos to a flashback yeah. episode. 
Yeah. Maybe it's funny. It's funny to think about because yes, those things were flashbacks, but the way the episode was progressing, we're like, oh, we're just putting in uh, VHS tapes and watching movies. Yeah. But now it's a true <laughs> flashback episode. Yeah. And we get Homer and Apu from uh, season five, episode 13. Who needs the Quickie Mart? Yeah. And Apu needs the Quickie Mart. Yeah. And uh, I mean, my favorite bits from this song, I think it's probably my favorite is the grandpa stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like the chair pulled out from under him. He gets his cane. cane. Um, Yeah. That's that stuff's really funny. The quickie mart is real. Oh, oh, (laughs) yep. Yeah, that stuff's great. Um, And so the Simpsons uh, sit on the couch and Homer says things wrapped up nicely, much quicker than usual. (laughs) And then uh, I love this. I love Mars says. Uh, that they all learned happiness. Where happiness is wherever you find it. It's like, yeah, we've all found happiness. Every one of us. And then Apu's crying on the roof. And uh I was like, wait, he isn't happy at all. He lied to us through song. I hate when people do that. <laughs> and then the fact no. that they're singing about it. Yes. So even they in that episode, they're singing. Just normal everyday words. Like that's just yeah. outside singing everyday words. Yeah. And uh our next uh flashback is the Krusty comeback special from Krusty Gets Cancelled, season four, episode twenty-two, and he was singing Send in the Clouds. Um and honestly, um I this is probably of all the flashback songs, probably my least favorite of them all. Yeah. I mean, it's. Eh. I did like the fact that uh, well, at the end of the song, Satchel Mel and Krusty are like hugging, and Satchel Mel's like, "I love you, Krusty," and Krusty's like, <laughs> "Quiet." <laughs> yep. I mean, it, it is what it is. I guess. I, I, well, I think they were just going through what Lisa said. It was Burns, Krusty, and a poo. Yes. Yes. So let's let's pick uh, these songs. Yeah. Um. And so our next uh, flashback, that now is probably one of my favorites. One of the two. There's two favorites. This is one of them. Um, is where Lisa and Bart are spying on Mr. Burns. And Lisa thinks <laughs> uh, they're wrong about Mr. Burns. And if you guys are listening, you probably already guess what flashback yeah. this is. And uh, it's from Two Dozen and One Greyhounds. Season 6, Episode 20. See my best. Made from yeah. Real Gorilla's Chest. Um, See this turtle? One of my turtleneck? Wait, yeah. No, that's not. <laughs> what? Uh, I got I got a red robin suit. One breast or two. Yep. Yeah. My lovers. My former gophers. gophers. Former gophers. It was that skin I chauffeur. But a greyhound for, for tuxedo would be best. Yeah, I was. It was funny. Not often does my wife sit and watch these episodes with me while I do my notes. She yeah. did this one. I swear to God, she was about ready to walk out the room. I was singing <laughs> along to I was yeah. singing along to every song on the TV. Yeah. Love, it's funny. I I I love when she watches it because she, and then we were talking about future episodes. Like, man, Steven, you probably don't know every line of those. I'm like, no, unfortunately not. Uh-huh. Um But yeah, I I love I love yeah. this episode. I love that episode. I love this song from that episode. Probably one of the best. Um, and so we cut back to present day where Lisa uh, sings that because Burns was singing, they overheard his plan and they could save those dogs from that mean old man. 
Well, I mean, so song- Burns. Well, hold on. Did Burns end up keeping the dogs and racing them and winning a lot of money? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, because the end of the episode ended up being the whole batting, batting the light. Was that the batting the light bulb? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So I guess they ruined his plan of killing the dogs. I guess yes. would be the would be the best thing to say. But uh, he he won in other ways. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Bart sings that it still wasn't worth versus song and dance. Which it wasn't. <laughs> no. And uh, Snake jumps back through the busted window that he broke and sings. He's no, he back. never broke it. It was just open. Was it open, open? Well, I thought yes. he broke, jumped through the broken window. Nope. It was always no? open. Oh. Um, so Snake jumps through the window and sings that he's back so they could resume wetting their pants. Homer's like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so Snake continues uh, singing. He's like, because of you all, I got a tune in my head. And the only way to stop it is to make you all dead. I was like, oh, I knew I should have shut that window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, would it have really mattered? No. I feel like Snake would have been able to find his find another way back in. Yeah, so Snake uh, sings for the Simpsons to say their prayers, and then it's Kablamo. Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it works. And then Snake, you know, tries to shoot each Simpson, but his gun is not loaded. So, uh, so he's like, "Uh oh, I'll be back when I get some ammo." And then he jumps through the window. He's like, "Bye." <laughs> I love it every time he says "bye." It just makes me laugh so hard. Yeah. So uh, Homer sings that even the criminals are beginning to croon. And Marge is like, that is that this whole town runs on a tune. Uh, They sing in their churches, their clubs, their government too. And Bart's like, Springfield swings like a pendulum do. That line pissed me off so much. Doesn't a pendulum just swing back and forth? Isn't that yes. what a pendulum is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, it makes no f- sense. Unless Bart's doesn't. dumb and it literally makes no sense. Of this whole episode, that line sung, I, oh my God, I, I like, yeah. oh, I just could <laughs> not stand that line. Oh my God. It's not a great, I don't, I don't understand that line. I mean, the only way I could look at it is a metronome is a type of pendulum. yeah. So, like, you sing with a metronome to stay on beat. Yep. That's the, that's mean, the only that's the only way that makes sense is they're 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 staying on beat. Okay. That's yeah. that's all that's all I can say about it. That's I'm trying to save the line. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Uh, that kind of <laughs> makes sense. Maybe that's maybe yeah. that's where they were going. I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, so Lisa cuts in and she's like, they can't even get local laws passed. Without everyone singing like a big Broadway cast. And this is my favorite flashback. Um, so we, we go to a town hall meeting where Quimby says he will now hear suggestions for the disbursement of $2 million. And Lisa's like, don't you mean $3 million? And Quim- Quimby's like, of, of course, th- $3 million. That's what I meant. <laughs> and uh, we hear a voice. We, he'll, we hear... Phil Hartman's voice as Landley, Lyle Landley. You know, a town with the money is a little like the mule with the spinning wheel. No one knows how he got it. 
and danged if he knows how to use it. Homer's like, uh, <laughs> mule. The name's Landley. <laughs> Lyle Landley. And I have an idea. Eh, it's more of a Shelbyville idea. And Quimby's like, we're twice as smart as the people of Shelbyville. Just uh, tell them uh, the idea and we'll vote for it. And he's like, I've sold monorails to Brockway, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook. And by gum, it put them on the map. Yep. Uh, and if you guys haven't figured it out, March versus the Monorail, Season 4, Episode 12, 12, The Monorail Song. I love this, man. It's so good. What, nope. about, what about Main Street? It's still all cracked and broken. Sorry, Mom, the mob has spoken. Monorail. 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 Mono. Go. Oh, I call the big uh, one bitey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So the day we're recording this podcast, I actually used that line at my holiday <laughs> party because I was telling a couple of coworkers about how I had a mice problem in my house and they had a rat problem. And uh, my coworker had shown us at work the picture of the rat that they killed. And it was a yep. huge rat. And I'm like, I call the big one bitey. Yep. No, no, no. His wife, I mean, got, I... his, his wife got the reference he didn't because he didn't watch The Simpsons growing up. So in our Funko group, I do. I post a lot of Simpsons memes, and I always yes, joke with do. a lot. Of, I always so I always do a lot. Tell a lot of people, man. Simpsons are in our everyday lives. Like, oh, yeah. there is so many things that you do in your <laughs> everyday life. And me, I'm sure you, my brother, and a lot of the people that I talk to that love the Simpsons as much as us, they just see Simpsons references in everything, and it's really hard not to just put yeah. something out there. And oh yeah. Well, it doesn't help that they've been on for 35 years and they've done everything at this point. I will say between South Park, Simpsons and Futurama, I'm set on uh references. Yep. Like you say something, I can pick a show and be like, boom, that show <laughs> right there. Yep. Nine times out of ten, I'd probably say it's the Simpsons, and the other one the other ten percent of the time it's split between uh South Park and uh Futurama. Yep. Um so now we get another flashback, and this one is also great. It's from Bart Souls' Soul, Season 7, Episode 4, and because it's there, we get the church sign from the flashback. No shoes, no shirt, no salvation. Nope. That's okay. Yeah, I mean... Those bastards. Why yeah. do I don't want to wear a shirt, but I want to wear shoes. Do I still get salvation? Maybe. No, no. Um, Jesus. So Jesus we... says you have to wear uh, Crocs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we see Bart passing out the hymns. Get your hymns here, fresh off the Bible. I think that's what he says. And, from uh, God's brain, straight from God's brain to your mouth. Yeah. And so uh, Love Lovejoy has the congregation rise for the opening hymn in the Garden of Eden by Iron Butterfly. And the congregation sings. I love that line, by the way. Just how he says "iron <laughs> butterfly," even though it's "iron but butterfly." Yeah. Like, was the "i" and the "ron" part split up on the paper, or must have, I bet Bart read? No, I think Bart probably did that for the prank. Okay, that would be that would be my guess. Okay. Um, it, and so uh, Lovejoy, I love how Lovejoy finally figures out that it's a rock song. He's like, rock wait, and or roll. <laughs> I, it's funny. I, I use that 
<laughs> After I watched this episode again, like not this episode, just this clip again, I realized yeah. I used that line in a different context way too much. So, oh. like with Elliot, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, all right, let's rock and roll. You know, like, let's get out of here. Yeah. But lately, I've been just being, let's rock and or roll. <laughs> like, just. You're going like, to confuse whole, like, the poor child. I know. But it's really funny. Like, when I heard that again, I'm like, God, I actually use that quite a bit <laughs> when I want to get out of here. So we have already had our, my favorite flashback, but this is my favorite song coming up. Yep. So our final flashback of our flashback episode, um, the Stonecutters headquarters, Homer the Great, season six, episode 12, with We Do the Stonecutters song. So oh, I love it. It's, it's, it's great. Honestly, it, that's, that's, if, if I, I, you know what we should do one of these days for like Facebook or YouTube? We should do a ranking list of all the Simpsons songs. We should. We could do that. We'll we'll do that for you guys. And we'll see we'll see how everyone votes. That'd be yes. the best. Yeah. Um and uh we cut back to the present day and we get Homer singing our final song of the evening. All right, Marge, you've convinced me there are more terrible things than musical comedies where everyone sings. And <laughs> <laughs> Lisa, Maggie, and Bart start to do a kick line. Lisa's like, there is something worse. Bart's like, and it really does blow when a long running <laughs> series does a cheesy clip show. And I love so, it because this is already, so this is literally one. the fourth one. Four. So we had, so it comes to this, a Simpsons clip show, another Simpsons clip show, <laughs> which is the name, sorry, not another Simpsons clip show. It was literally called another <laughs> Simpsons clip show. Yes. And the Simpsons 138th episode spectacular. Yeah. So I love it. I love it. And yeah. confetti and streamers fall from above and we get a banner that's lower that reads the Simpsons clip show. Number four, five F 42, which is this episode's 24. I'm sorry. Five F 24, <laughs> which is this episode's, uh, what do they call that? Production number. Production number. Um, and just then, Snake's, Snake leaps through the window, open window again, and points a <laughs> shotgun at the family. And Snake singing, I'm back to commit a felonious assault because felonious. you're a, uh, sorry, felonious assault <laughs> because your infernal singing just would not halt. And Mart's like, actually, we're done. Mart's like, done, done. Mart's <laughs> like, and not a moment too soon. And Snake's like, oh, okay then. Well, then I got no beef with you. And jumps out the window. And I was waiting for the buy, and it pissed me off that he didn't do it one more time. I mean, seriously. Seriously. I, look, I, I, one more time would have made this episode, like, end with a bow. Tie it off with that last. Um... But unfortunately, we don't get that. Um, and uh, so that's that's the end of the the no. episode episode. No, it's not. Oh, oh. sorry, I was <laughs> I was literally looking at the book and not my notes. Um, so Marge asks, "Who wants dinner?" And everyone does. And Marge says, 
let's get eating. And Marge goes to close the window because Homer apparently didn't remember yeah. uh, that Snake kept jumping through. And Snake shoots uh, through the closed window and Marge says, sorry. Because, <laughs> you know, she's singing on her way to dinner. And yeah. uh, that that ends the episode, the the animated part. But now we get yeah. through the credits. Yeah. And uh, Snake shoots through the credits because there it's a music-based song. song. No words yeah. or lyrics or anything, but I it's will a music- say the straight the strange thing about this is the first time he shoots his gun to quiet the song, it's when Phil Hartman's name pops up. I did not notice that. That's and, fucking weird. And as we all know, Phil Hartman was shot to death. I think it was like six months after this episode aired. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, no, sorry. Four months after this episode aired. And uh, this is technically, while this is technically Phil Hartman's last episode produced, his only part of this episode is from March versus the Monorail. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then Snake can be heard saying he told them to stop the music and he's serious. <laughs> <laughs> and then we kind of get this pause. Yep. And then the music resumes after a couple of seconds. And Snake says they aren't listening and starts shooting his gun and the music stops again. <laughs> and then the music starts playing again, but much quieter. And Snake says he can still hear the music and shoots his gun. And then we get that Gracie films at the end where that plays the music. And he's yeah. like, quiet, shushy. Yeah. And shoots one more time. So, yeah. I mean... As far as a clip show goes, and a musical clip show, I'm going to go four and sprinkles. The only reason I'm not going five is because <laughs> it's still a clip show. It's yeah okay. I love the snake bits. Like, I love him being yeah. in there. Um, yeah. That just kind of tied a lot of it together. The lacking of the buy at the end of the episode pissed me off, so <laughs> that's, that's part of it. But overall, overall, this is a great episode. It. Yeah. For for what it's worth, being a clip show, but yeah. having a plot basically, oh yeah, really makes it done well. Because most clip I, shows, most clip shows that we've done really didn't necessarily have a a plot. Well, they I did. guess they kind. Well, some of them. Did. Well, the, the well, one hundred thirty eighth spectacular was more of a hey, look at the Simpsons sort of thing and their life yeah. so far. That That's as a true. clip show, meh. But this, yeah. this I, lo- I love it. They started with an actual plot. Like, they went to the rent yeah. a movie and played it through. So I, I like it. Four sprinkles for me. Uh, I might actually get uh, a little hate for this. I'm not sure. But I'm going five. Everything's coming out Millhouse. I love this episode. There's the plot. But I love all of the, like, they chose really good songs for this episode. I know, <laughs> I know the Krusty song isn't everyone's cup of tea, but it's a nice little cool down in the middle of the episode. And then everything like you have like these big musical numbers. I mean, you start nice with barbershop quartet. And then you have, we put the spring in Springfield and it like keeps ramping up, ramping up. You get a night, you know, up to Homer and Apu. So if you had all these like fast songs, then you just slow it down a little bit and then boom, straight through the great finale from Homer the Great Stonecutter's song. Uh, I do love the buy gag. That's great. I, the pl- it had a plot. Um, I love the fourth wall break at the end that they basically do with a banner and yes. like telling everybody, hey, you just yep. watched a clip show. Um, yep. 
So yeah, no, I lo- I love this episode because it's just fun. It's a yep. fun Abs- episode. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Like I like. There's nothing really like with other Simpsons episodes, even with a, an A plot like this. There's certain things within those plots that get, go really weird. The only nitpick in this episode, which isn't anybody's fault, is the first few songs. Who filmed them? Who recorded them? <laughs> um, I mean, that's just that's kind of funny. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> It's a nice little like. Wait a second. How did they get this footage? Because it was on it. Like, because we saw boys. We saw Bart on Boys in the Hood. Now it's possible. Maybe Lisa filmed Bart from like at the end of it, waking up in bed. But who's following Bart and Millhouse through Springfield? <laughs> I know that's so. Like, ra- I mean, that's just so random. So, but like as you said, the barbershop, uh, the the B sharps. Yeah, somebody could have been filming that. Fine. Um, and maybe somebody was filming, uh, uh, we put the spring in the Springfield, but like, and then we, you know, they actually do flashbacks instead of the tape thing. I kind of wonder if that happened, like when they were talking about the story where they're like, they had it on the VHS tape and one of the writers was like, hold on, how did they record this? Uh, maybe we should just do the rest of the episode. Let's just do flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah, to make it even, but yeah, I love this uh, episode. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. I I enjoy it. And if you guys want to listen to the songs, you can always pick up the soundtracks, uh, "Songs in the Key of Springfield" and "Ghosts and Sonic with the Simpsons." Yep. Yes, great album. Definitely go pick it up. Yeah. So let's finish it off with our character profile. And this week we have Snake, the guy who's been causing havoc for the Simpsons <laughs> during this episode, and in the past few episodes, um, yeah. especially uh, uh, Realty Bites, that was the uh, snake. <laughs> that was Snake uh, pissing off a lot of people. Um, yeah. So his role: Springfield's chief convenience store arm robber, rioter, and unrepentant smoker. I mean, yeah, he's really the only criminal aside from maybe the punk kids in Springfield. Yeah. Um, yeah. Has a tattoo of. What do you think? A rabbit. Snake? Rabbit. Snake. Rabbit. He has a snake tattoo. Oh, really? snake. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, prison ID is 7F20. Also the production number of the episode in which he was introduced. Uh, his car is Little Bandit. Dubious yeah. Axe. Trying to run over Bart. Stealing the entire Quickie Mart. <laughs> Using Have we nacho- gotten to that episode? I don't think so. Uh, using nacho cheese as hair gel. That was in a Halloween special. Stealing okay. a beta VCR when he was hoping for VHS. I think they've <laughs> done that one too. I'm not 100%. Gotcha. Uh, one of the reasons he steals. To pay off his student loans, presumably to Middlebury College. <laughs> and finally, former cellmate of Sideshow Bob. So oh, I great. I really hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this clip show episode. It's probably one of our shorter episodes we recorded. So hopefully got through it and had a good time. So you can come check us out on Instagram. The Simpsons did it pod um, threads. Uh, the Simpsons did it pod. Uh, you can find us on all of uh, social on all of the uh, podcasting platforms, YouTube, uh, YouTube music, Amazon, Alexa, uh, um, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio. If you listen on Spotify, please follow. If you listen on Apple Music, please give us a rate and review. 
Um, if you'd like to leave us uh, feedback any other way, email the pod at gmail.com or give us a phone call 612-584-0986. Check out our awesome voicemail message and leave us a voicemail. So until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. And I'm Robert Sklansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.